welcome to the Start Me Up podcast, part of the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network in association with Muller She Wrote Media. I'm Kimberly Johnson in D.C., and I'm so excited. Today, my returning guest is Cliff Schechter. We have a lot to talk about, but before we get into it, the Start Me Up podcast is independent, supported by listeners, and it's woman-run. A great big thank you to everybody who supports the show. If you enjoy today's podcast, visit patreon.com slash startmeup. Check out all the tiers. I do include a tier with a much shorter intro and no ads. You can hear the free shows on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and they're followed up by What's Up, a show just for patrons where I talk about anything that comes to mind. It's a little more personal, kind of like my online diary. Visit at patreon.com slash start me up and don't forget you can find start me up on itunes stitcher and wherever podcasts are found now please enjoy my conversation with cliff Schechter. welcome back to the show cliff why thank you kimberly how are you doing I'm tired today. I'm not feeling well, but whatever. And if anybody wants to know all the details about the way I'm feeling, you can listen to my patrons only show because I bitch about <laughs> it over there. <laughs> um, to know how messed up she's exactly feeling, you got to listen to the patron side, okay, guys? Oh, my God. But, but you know what? Uh, you're doing this really cool thing on YouTube. You've got like your own little podcast or I don't know what, is it called a podcast on YouTube? Is that what it is? Um, you know, different people call it different things. I call them, uh, well, I've named it the takedown because I take people down who suck <laughs> and that's about 98% Republicans these days. Um, there's a Kirsten Cinema in there here and there. And then there's, there's the mainstream media when they're right. utterly awful. Yeah. Um, but mostly it's about Republicans because I don't feel like our, our overall, Certainly, our mainstream media is awful, and I don't think in general we've done a good enough job, Democrats, of messaging and making clear that how utterly insane the Republican Party mm-hmm. is. I think we allow it to be become about Donald Trump. Yeah, and there's no doubt I agree. he further I agree. opened a Pandora's box of crazy. But you know, like I could name off the top of my head 50 people right now. Like mm-hmm. you know, I could, I could be like Gozar and Biggs and and mm-hmm. Jim Jordan and Marjorie Taylor Greene and I mean Ted Cruz and I mean these are people that, that in yeah. a functioning democracy should be nowhere near power. Right. This is so their party has become a, a basically a sort of authoritarian cult. You know, that's about money and about power and about religious fanaticism yeah. and and um, and so what I do in my videos, they're they're most there's a few of them that are shorts that are one minute quick ones but i i put out two to three a day um and we we take on various topics some like mar-a-lago you have to and then others that maybe mm-hmm. people don't know about like the secretary was the, the secretary of state candidate in michigan who believes that you can get sexually transmitted demons um she's actually the nominee <laughs> wow about <laughs> from the republicans like just everything that makes that picture clear to people that these are not normal people this is not a normal political party and and like they must be destroyed at the polls yeah. so any case, I use a little bit of humor where I can. If you think I'm funny, I try anyhow, and I um, and then I, I go after them and use a little bit of righteous fury, and, and we've we've grown pretty rapidly. So it's just um, people go to youtube.com slash c schechter, and my last name is spelled s c h e c t e r. You can find it, you can subscribe, and uh, join the happy uh, you know group of merry men and women who are there. <laughs> yes, absolutely, you should go check that out. And you know, you brought up. Uh, the appalling coverage from MSN. So a couple things I want to bring up. First, Don Lewis... Um, oh, wait, no, 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 no. This is, this is ahead of myself. So let me go back. You had okay. tweeted about uh, Marcy Wheeler, and she broke down, I guess, an article from The Times. And then there was also... Now, I'm, I'm going to paraphrase this, but yesterday there mm-hmm. was reporting from Washington Post and there was a headline that was something like, you know, Garden, Garland said he wasn't going to be partisan and then DOJ raids... Uh, Mar-a-Lago. 
Now, yes. <clears throat> they got all kinds of shit for that. And then they changed it to something like Garland caught up in, you know, political firestorm or something like that. So there was some pushback against their stupid fucking framing and headline. Yep. Um, and then, you and, know, and that was good. And that's why people need to do it. And people yes. need to remember, like, is Twitter real life? No, yeah. but Twitter affects real life because yeah. every journalist is on Twitter. Yeah. If you don't think that they hear the criticisms, right. you get it. And. You know the Washington Post fucks up plenty, mm-hmm. um, but uh, you know the, the 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 heavyweight title, the crown, resides at the New York Times. It's mm-hmm. not even close. Like at least the Washington Post, for example, responded there. Right. The New York Times. You know the one. That's why I did that 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 breakdown video uh, at my channel of what Marcy did because she was did this fantastic like eight or ten you know tweet thread and she did something because it's on the topic it's on and I mm-hmm. you know. I don't remember if she's a lawyer or not, but she certainly is very well versed in yeah. legal issues, and I am not. You know, and she pointed out all the ways that, of course, Maggie Haberman, who else, yeah, she got her next book deal lined up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, w- was ridiculous. Both sidesing, you know. Well, some yeah. say that uh, that there was because he stole documents, they should raid. Others say that was mean and partisan. You know, that kind of crap. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, you know, and then other parts of the story, she actually before she presented the facts of what happened gave Donald Trump's people a chance to lie and respond mm-hmm. in the piece. I mean, it was a fucking joke. Yeah. Like it's, you know, I, at one point was, you know, went to graduate schools working towards perhaps being a journalist and I never became that, but I did become a opinion columnist and I've written for numerous publications and I wrote a book and I do understand writing and presenting evidence mm-hmm. and these kinds of things. And like, what they do is everything you're taught not to do. Wow. It, so they're going out of their way. You know, the way I explained it at one point, me, that's my, I got into like a little back and forth in a good way, like a fun back and forth with Sold Out O'Brien mm-hmm. on Twitter. We we're both joking about how, what if they covered any other issue the way they cover politics? Right, yeah. like, what if they covered the space program? <laughs> you know, they'd be like, some say the sun is really hot. Others say it's just a giant lollipop. You know, right. like, I mean, yes. that's, it's, it's, the, it's the only profession, you know, the only part of journalism where you actually have to be not educate your readers, but make them dumber mm-hmm. and actually forget all you know. Mm-hmm. Because if you tell people, you know, and, and it's just, it, it's maddening. So, yeah. yes, I did one of those yesterday and, and kind of shared some of what I thought were the with the highlights of what Marcy had to say, because they're killing us. Mm-hmm. They're destroying our democracy. Yeah, I know they are. And, you know, I mean, I've heard that the CNN guy, the guy who owns CNN is friends with Trump. And obviously these people are basically oligarchs. And it's yeah. it's just, you know, now that we don't have traditional newspapers where I don't know if it was you who pointed it out, but well, maybe it was Brian Karam, uh was just talking about that. People used to get the newspaper, and it's different online because online you get to select the kinds of things that you want to read. Where as a paper, it's just all in front of you, and yeah, Brian you read was it. Pointing this out recently, I'm trying to remember where, maybe on your show, but but he he was he. Well, uh, he wrote a book about it. He wrote a book about it. So oh, he's that's what it was. He was quoting from his book. Yeah. Yeah, and it, and it's true. It's like you get a, a much more rounded kind of picture about what's going on. And, you know, also they're going to talk about things locally and local papers. And we're just not getting that anymore. Right now, we're getting A lot of local papers have died or they've become like biweekly or they've become, I mean, you know, I mean, look, I live in a medium-sized city in Cincinnati. It's a classic example of, you know, if you came here, like when I first met my wife and we come back here and visit like, you know, her family and stuff. And this is now, you know, we've, we've met 
literally almost exactly 20 years ago, hmm. um, I'd come back here and you had this big, thick newspaper, you know? Yeah. Um, and now it's like this little thin, like, mm-hmm. it's like, it feels like a pamphlet, you know? Yeah. Like they, they just, the whole model that has died, whether it could have been saved or not is a whole different question. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it could have. It, it may have just been inevitable. But nobody's tried to step in with sort of mm-hmm. the answers of maybe we need to, to fund nonprofit mm-hmm. newspapers in every mm-hmm. one of these cities to make sure people are getting information. Maybe we need to reinstall something akin to the to to the you know people always like oh you can't you know the fairness doctrine doesn't matter because you it only re- applies to to where the federal government's involved. It wouldn't have anything to do with the internet. It wouldn't have anything to do with you know, uh, with cable, like mm-hmm. Fox News. And I'm like, have you ever heard of, you know, Salem Radio and the syndicated radio mm-hmm. shows in every market where you've got local morons polluting people's minds? Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of Sinclair? Yeah. I know I have because I was the liberal who went on and argued with crazy conservatives there back in 2004, and they own 50, 60, mm-hmm. you know, different local television stations. The Fairness Doctrine, and, and it doesn't have to be the one we had before. Mm-hmm. It could be a more aggressive right. one. It could be a yeah. truth and news one yeah. where you actually can't lie like what they do in the United Kingdom. But like we haven't, you know, we've we've basically we're like these. The I'm trying to think of what the best way to describe it is, but we're just like this sort of arrogant. We became this arrogant, sort of like bloated king sitting on a throne, mm-hmm. you know, liberals did, and watched as they chipped away, chipped away, chipped away at like our democracy, and and that's what's gotten us here. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm gonna throw in it's it, it's terrible too, but we've got you know Fox News and we've got the far right machine out there and unfortunately like i was saying you know if it's true that cnn owner is friends with trump i mean what are you supposed to do about that because the reporting is is going to be real you know chris uh what i it's not sil what what's his fucking name silzilla Oh, yeah, Chris Saliza. I used to know at one point, I haven't said it in so long. (laughs) Saliza, I think Saliza. Yeah, I mean, people like that reporting, obviously there's good reporters coming out of, whether it's the New York Times or any of these um, papers that are fucking things up, there's going to be good reporters in there. But just the over, like you said, it's the overall thing and some of the headlines that they put out. And at least, yes, Washington Post did fix the problem but um it's it's a drop in the bucket because we see it everywhere we're just we're just constantly seeing that it's just the perfect way to describe it it's like the sun is hot one one side says the sun is hot and the other side's the sun is a lollipop and then they give right. that like oh it's equal right. and it's so yeah, it's fucking like, mad the dodgers played the giants yesterday Dodgers say they won because they scored right. five runs and the Giants scored four, but the Giants say they won yeah. because four might actually be more than five, but that's the way they cover it. <laughs> you know, I mean, so it's, so, true, it's yeah. so stupid that yeah. it's painful, and yet this is what we, we get with politics. Yeah. Wow. So, okay, switching subjects, I just want to um, – there was – now I'm going to go back to the Don Lewis tweet. Uh, he writes, the plot thickens. Per a grand jury subpoena, national security docs were seized from Mar-a-Lago back in June. So looks like this week's raid sees docs that were hidden in June after someone in Trump's inner circle dropped a dime. Things are really heating up. Now, um, Rick Wilson is saying he thinks the mole, if there's a mole, is Jared Kushner. And so, you know, I don't know if he's having some fun. I don't know if he's serious. What do you think about this story? Because it was from Newsweek, and we're not so sure if we can trust Newsweek. And I don't know if they had any other – I don't know if any other media outlets were reporting on this particular thing, that there was a mole. Um, what is your take on this? And if there is a mole, who who would you think it could be? 
Um, well, that, I mean, that's all a good question. Uh, I, I thought you were headed towards, and I was going to say, when you know that counterintelligence officials were involved, you know, <laughs> I'll never forget saying with when Trump was leaving the presidency or even while he was there, I was like, is there honestly anybody? It's like if, if you scraped every every bad you know, bit of humanity off of somebody's shoe and put it into a human and wrapped it into, you know, like, that would be Donald Trump. Yes, like, he, he is just a disgusting, despic- I, I can't find the words for yeah. what, a, that, that's what always gets me about all these people bowing before him. There's plenty of awful conservatives, right. and I'd be kind of shocked that people bowed before them, but this guy is so patently mm-hmm. ludicrous in every way. Okay, so let's get to the point. I mean, you know, there was just no doubt in my mind that that likely while he was president, he was selling yes. uh, uh, secrets for money, mm-hmm. and that you know now he's doing the same thing, and, and he stole a bunch of them because he didn't want the gravy train to stop mm-hmm. when he stopped being president. So of he course, stole yeah. them, he took them down there, you know, has these nice golf tournaments where he joins, joins the Saudis, and you know who knows what he sells them. Right. Um, and so um, that's what I've expected from the beginning in terms of a mole. I mean, it's interesting. Look, I mean, I, you, Rick is obviously, I would guess, I would think, is guessing there unless right. he knows something. I don't know. Right. I, I don't know. I mean, how? I, I don't know how Jared Kushner benefits from that. Right. If Trump goes down, doesn't that drag I the would entire assume. family yeah. down? Doesn't his, his wife likely go to prison? Doesn't he likely? I mean, I hope it's Jared Kushner. It'd be fun. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. I mean – I kind of feel like it's these folks that we end up one of these types of people that we always end up seeing have ended up seeing in front of the January 6th committee. Like, you know, Mike Pence's uh, aide, what's her name, or was she chief of staff or communications director? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. You know, somebody who's not tied into the family who Mm -hmm. knows they're expendable Mm -hmm. and has worked for these people against their better judgment Mm -hmm. and then, you know, realized maybe because they were being approached by the FBI or others and told what stakes were and told where they could end up spending many years or maybe because yeah. they figured it out on their own said oh my god uh, you know i need i needed an, an out ramp here right um that would be my guess i mean obviously it'd be d- just too delicious if it were jared kushner <laughs> and that would be fantastic but yeah. uh, but i don't know well i, I mentioned i mentioned that to bob and he's like i think rick wilson's just having some fun so, yeah, I do. You know. <laughs> I think Rick Wilson likes to fuck with, yes, he with does. Trump and all those guys. They know he read. They, they right. he knows that they see his stuff and read his stuff. Yeah. And he likes being in their heads. And you know what? I appreciate that about Rick Wilson yeah. because that's the kind of psychological warfare that another one of those things that, <laughs> that Democrats suck at. Suck at. I know. The know? Republicans are very good. Maybe there's a reason for it. But yeah, there is. He's he is good at that. I will give him. Maybe there's a reason for it. We, we'll see. What I've always tried to fight for and argue for. Uh, you know? Did you ever see? What was it called? Um, so the candidate. So it was like the one with with the, the woman who was going to become vice president. And that's the, oh and yes, that, yes. What was it? What's her, I can't think of her name right now. I know she who you're the, talking the, about. The Bourne movies too. She yes, was excellent. Yes. Um, point being, like you know, and 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 the president at the time makes a speech that you know, and and, and says something along the lines of the type of person that becomes president. The problem is, is that having in the same person, the type of person that becomes president is the type of person often that, you know, you're a vice president. You wouldn't want to be there because of how they get there kind mm-hmm. of thing, you know, like, and I've always argued on the left is we need to promote people forward who understand the difference Yeah, that, that, a, that you are still out there fighting for the good. You can't let the darkness envelop you. So you become like them, mm-hmm. but you also have to understand that if you're not willing to get your hands dirty, sometimes fighting them, mm-hmm. then we lose everything. Yeah, absolutely. That, that I don't have to become them. 
to know that 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 you know right. beating the shit out of them, playing with their minds, knowing that psychological warfare works for them, knowing that mocking them upsets them, knowing all that <sighs> stuff. Like you know, I mean, look at what Fetterman's been doing to, yeah. to Mehmet Oz. Like, yes, I, that literally brilliant. is like a masterclass yeah. in what Democrats should be doing yeah. to all their opponents. Wow. Yeah. I mean, Fetterman is fucking on fire every day. And the Democrats, I think that they are going like they're looking at him. And and especially if he wins, I think he's going to be something that they kind of study. And at least that's what I'm hoping. Well, it influences others. Leaders always do. Yes, exactly. Do. Yeah. And so, so when Fetterman trolls, I'm going to do a longer video. I said this to people already. I think it may do, you know, my normal ones are like real commentaries and kind of like three to seven minutes. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think I may do a 10 to 15 minute one this weekend where I'm going to talk about sort of effective democratic messaging, oh, that would be offensive, great, yeah. defensive, mm -hmm. you know, the whole thing. And to me, Fetterman has been the best case mm -hmm. of offensive, constantly defining your opponent in a mm -hmm. way that mocks them, mm -hmm. that makes them overreact, yes. that makes them act stupid. Yeah. While, the best I've seen, you know, some of the best I've seen so far in the moment messaging is literally what we just saw last night from from Beto O'Rourke. Right. Yes. Which is be authentic. Yeah. Be a human. We're not in this sort of age anymore. Right. Where we think our politicians are these perfect little humans. You know, we get that they're real people and mm -hmm. we want real people. And I want a guy when somebody's laughing about kids dying yeah. from an assault rifle. You know what I'd like in in a perfect world is him to be punched in the face, but I don't. But I am. I don't believe in violence mm -hmm. as much as I am tempted to. Right. In that case, yeah, we, we but all I want don't to do because it, yeah. violence begets violence, exactly. and therefore that can't be the response. Mm -hmm. So the next best response, the one that is acceptable, is to turn around and say, "Listen, motherfucker, you may find this funny because <laughs> you're a sick fuck. Yeah. Because you're a right right wing troll. Yeah. You know who thinks who supports a guy in Greg Abbott who thinks it's cool for his constituents to freeze to death because he's being bribed by big energy yeah you know and thinks it's cool to, to set out bounties on women's bodies so their violent ex-boyfriends can chase right. them around yeah. for a check that may be you motherfucker <laughs> and so you may think this is funny but normal people don't think kids dying from yeah. assault rifle fire is funny so fuck you yeah and, and, and that was obviously brilliant. he didn't quite use as many fucks as i just did <laughs> but he got the point across yes. with his response yeah and it was all passion he whipped his head around you could tell it came from the heart. Mm -hmm. That's authenticity. That's and we love it. Know, we eat it yes. up. We eat that stuff up. Um, well, that's what we need, though. I mean, we need it yeah. on, the, on the preemptive side, going after them ahead of time, mm -hmm. like what Fetterman's done. And we need it on the defensive side when they when they pull out their bullshit and they try to laugh and troll and whatever. Stick it. Up, tell them to stick it up their asses. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's 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 the only <laughs> type of language they get. That's what they get. Um, you know what? We have to take a quick break, and we will be back after this message. Hey, everyone. It's A.G. from Muller She Wrote and The Daily Beans. And Steve Pearson from the How We Win podcast. We're bringing together some of our besties for a live super pod to raise money for the How We Win Fund and elect Democrats in November. Featuring us, of course. The hilarious Frangela duo. Ben and Brett Mazelis from the Midas Touch podcast. And the one and only Kathy Griffin. Join us on Monday, August 22nd at Largo in Los Angeles. Go to HowWeWinLive.com and get your tickets now. That's HowWeWinLive.com. Okay, we're back. Uh, you know, also, this is just kind of for fun, and I know you don't know anything about this, but 
I think it was on June 3rd. No, I mean, August 3rd. Christopher Boozy, and I said this on my podcast before. I don't know if you know Christopher Boozy, but... I know who he is, and we follow each other, but I've never had the pleasure of meeting him. Uh, Seems well, like a really interesting dude. He's, an, and he's, so, he's been on my podcast like three times. And, you know, he runs Bot Sentinel. He, and and he, it's so funny because he started when he was a kid. I guess he got like Legos or something like that. And he was built, or not Legos, he got a computer. I don't know what he got. But he was he was building computer shit then. Like total fucking brain. He's just a brain. And um, he, has, he has such a, uh, what is like deadpan kind of way about him. And I, I just, he, he's really good at the I told you so's. It's, it's funny to see him like with the I told you so's. But anyway, he tweeted out on August 3rd something about he was predicting explosive information leaking that's going to give new meaning to October surprise. And so then I was like, what? You know, and he and I have a good rapport. So I tried to squeeze it out of him uh, in the DM and I couldn't do it. So, you know, he, he won't tell anybody. But he is saying that he posted something today that I'm trying to remember exactly what he said, but I know he's getting stuff from journalists and they're trying to get it out of me. He's like, I'm not going to tell anybody, but I'm not making this shit up. And evidently he has some kind of a source that he, you know, he's making this, this big he prediction. Said that this is on Trump or? He hasn't said what it is, just explosive leaks, but he does think that it's going to help the, the Democrats for the midterms. So. I don't know what that is, and he, you know, he's not going to share what he's not going to share because he's Christopher Boozy. But um, I'm looking forward to it, and it's funny because he did put up the, tw- you know, put up the information about uh, the the raid, and as if you know it's connected. So I don't know what he knows, but I guess he knows something, and he's letting all of us know. But I just thought that was kind of funny and interesting. And then you know, adding to that now, um, with with. All that's going on, I'm just curious um, how you're feeling. And I, I keep asking everybody this, but, you know, each day is going to be different. So I want to get to this shooting in a second because it's affecting you. Um, but before we get into that, I just I'm curious to know how you're feeling about where we're going, because, you know, there I don't know if you also know Simon Rosenberg, but he's now my I hate to say political guru because it sounds so dumb. <laughs> I, I do know Simon going way back. Yeah, I love him. And, you know, he's got this optimistic attitude, which I like. It's some winning attitude. And he's putting out, you know, the information from polls, whether it's from his uh, NDN, which is a liberal think tank or mm-hmm. 538 or whatever. Um, he is putting out this information that's saying the Democrats basically have a chance with the house so i do think at this point when you throw in all the shit and whatever's coming because you know we're not going to be quiet until november 8th isn't that the day we vote um something like that something like that uh there's going to be more shit happening republicans are going to continue to be horrible and egregious we don't know exactly what's going to happen because life events but you've got roe you've got the one six you've got the shootings you've got the the issue today where some guy was going after the fbi and 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 you can talk i want you to talk about that i mean because it's like literally affecting you today um yep but how are you feeling specifically about the midterms uh better all the time to be honest. I mean, you know, obviously better for worse reasons. Right. It's like the more the more that Republican policies and Republican arrogance, cruelty, corruption, you know, 
fucks up our country, mm-hmm. the worse it obviously is for them. I mean, it used to be that it was completely the midterms or something where you went into these midterms with an understanding of the way things mostly existed in the past. And the way that was was that it was almost always going to be a referendum on the president because yeah. the president had a uh, an outsized mic and a much bigger voice than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Except for that's not the way it is now. Because we did because the former president this time never fucking went away. Right. And never <laughs> shut up and never stopped committing crimes and taking the fifth in depositions like he did yesterday with Letitia James, the Attorney General of New York, and getting his home raided and, you know, all the things that, that they've done. So they've they basically have made sure that they are still a part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Now add in uh, you know, with his assist to that that sort of guy that looks like the human sort of like you may remember the end of the, the Where's the Lost Ark where everybody's faces are melting? Yeah. That's kind of Mitch McConnell. Okay, so Oh I love so it. That, that human face melt known as Mitch McConnell, you know, in cheating and stealing two Supreme Court seats and essentially foisting this unelected group of opus day radical fucking <laughs> nuts on us who decided to turn women into yeah. baby containers and wards of the state as young as nine years old and decided to say that guns have a place you know so hey mm-hmm. you're 15 go get an ar-15 right kind of their, yeah. their, their you know their slogan and that they're going to try to block doing anything about the climate i mean you know when it when it becomes about about the fear people have of with their kids in school right now and this is showing up in polling and and women what they've done to women mm-hmm. when it comes you know when it comes to the fact that donald trump staying out there and the mar-a-lago raid and all the other things that are going on just add to the january 6th hearings which have, again have not let trump and not let any of these republicans go away mm-hmm. and let's remember that literally again yesterday <clears throat> a sitting member of congress scott perry had three fbi members show yeah. up and confiscate his phone yeah <laughs> alex jones is being tried for for slander and libel and getting his ass kicked yeah and oops now we have two years of his texts right. like you know <laughs> this, this is the stuff that by being such assholes with such loud mouths and such criminal activity and all the rest the, it, it can't it's not just a referendum on biden so right now biden is actually very unpopular, mm-hmm. you know, and I could get into reasons for that. A lot of that is the mainstream media, but a lot of that is, you know, the usual democratic, like nobody knows what we're doing because we're not out there aggressively tweeting it, you know, carrier pigeoning it, having it, you know, hanging a banner behind an airplane. I mean, I don't care. Communicate it every way possible, every minute possible, like lowest unemployment rate mm-hmm. ever, mm-hmm. right? Create 600,000 or almost jobs last month. Like all these things, inflation, by the way, is now going down. Yes. Right? Like yes. gas prices are going down. I mean, the only things they could complain about, this is one of the best economies and they <laughs> the groundbreaking legislation they just passed, he's now in, in a league with LBJ. Wow. Right. So and he and he doesn't even have LBJ's majority. So right. COVID plan way back when people forget the child tax credit. They forget how we got shots in arms. They forget the infrastructure plan, which created all these jobs. Okay, so I don't want to go on. And, and but my my whole point is is that Biden should be more popular. But the fact is that even that he's less popular right now. People aren't looking at it as a referendum on yeah. him. They're seeing the crazy shit that the Supreme Court is foisting on him, that Donald mm-hmm. Trump did, that Republicans that are coming that's coming out of Republicans' mouths every day. Yeah. You know, people that think you can get sexually transmitted gonorrhea <laughs> have a demon fucking come out of it. I mean, like <laughs> these people are like, you know, they, they they're not normal people. No. And so and, and so um I, for a while now I thought, especially and I guess the, the, I'll add in one last factor, which is 
the that the one last sort of gift from Donald Trump, which is he picked all the worst fucking yeah. candidates who yeah. he likes the most, and he likes people the most who tend to be sexual assaulters and tend <laughs> to be criminals and tend to be stupid and tend to so. In a few cases, those guys, those people were not able to, to, to be the nominees, like in the case of, of Greitens in Missouri and whatever, which mm-hmm. will help the Republicans. But in many cases, here in Ohio, it ended up being little fascist tubby-wubby, you know, fucking J.D. Vance, who, who, who has the charisma of like an old shoe you've left out in the sun in a pile of garbage after you've pooped on it. And sorry, I just kept going with whatever popped in my head there. I can't help it. Um, this is... This is why I, why my wife is scared of me sometimes. <laughs> Not really. I shouldn't put it that way. Scared of what I'm going to say in public. Right. How about that? Um, but, but um, you know, but I mean, you know, Mehmet Oz, who's an yeah. awful fucking candidate and fucking being dominated awful. by Fetterman, Herschel Walker, who literally can't get a sentence out that <laughs> conjugates nouns and verbs correctly. Yeah. You know, so that he's coherent because mm-hmm. he clearly has brain damage mm-hmm. from football. And whatever. I mean. You know, they, they basically turned the Ohio race that should have leaned heavily Republican into a race that now could go either way. And I might even at this moment give a slight edge to, to Ryan, though wow. it's very close. Yeah. And like I, I think Georgia and, and Pennsylvania are almost done deals that we hold the seat in Georgia and then we pick mm-hmm. up the seat in Pennsylvania. So wow. that Trump's done that. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know. I know I'm talking too much here, so let me no, give you one not. more. No, you're not. Example. No, you're not. <laughs> right? Sorry, I have my coffee today. Um, <laughs> one more. I'll give you one more example, which is, so you get in Michigan, right? You've got you had Pete Meyer, who you know by all accounts like remind me of the old style Republicans. His positions are, you know, in my opinion, are ridiculous. He's wrong. He's a conservative. I think conservatism's dumb. You know, like we're not going to agree on policy. Right. But. He, but he he won a seat in a swing district in Michigan. He showed up and he actually acted like a real human being. Meaning, when January sixth happened, he came out right away and spoke out against Trump. And unlike some of them, so many of those cowards never backed off from it. Kept doing it. Kept saying this is unacceptable and voted for impeachment. Hmm. And so Trump recruited some you know some blockhead to mm-hmm. run against him, with you know completely unqualified, complete you know idiot and. And that's the person who got the nomination in this swing district in Michigan. Well, that took a seat, you know, in the ratings of all these these prognosticators, your Charlie Cook type people mm-hmm. and Larry Sabato, whatever. That seat was when Meyer was <clears throat> the incumbent was lean Republican. The minute Meyer lost to this lunatic, it became lean Democrat. So there is a class and that's because of Trump. There's a classic example of a seat that we now actually um, leans our way and we have a good chance of winning and picking up because of them. So that's why I'm feeling good about the midterms. It's just because it's a referendum on them, mm-hmm. and they've done their best to pick as many shitty candidates as they can. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the truth of the matter is the reason Democrats are doing as well as they are right now is because Republicans are fucking up so bad, particularly Alito, um, for base, killing abortion, killing the right uh, to legal yep. abortion. I do believe that that was, you know, I just, I didn't want that to happen, but I wanted it to happen because I knew that this was going to be the result, that we would, that the Democrats would gain from it. And even though, you know, obviously this is terrible and people are going to be hurt, people are going to go to jail, people are going to die, and I don't want that to happen. But I just feel like if this had not happened, I don't know where we would be right now. I think Roe is really the thing that's going to push things over the edge because it's bringing out voters, especially young voters, whether they're male or female, because young men don't want to have to worry about being a father and, you know, if they can't afford it or if they're not ready. So they're also 
factoring into this. Um, you know, but I'm going to switch the subject now real fast, mainly because I know you have to go somewhere today, and it's going to take you an extra long time. And I'm just going to read. That's the damn Republicans' fault. It's too, the damn talks. Republicans' fault. It's like the media is reporting that a gunman fired at police from a cornfield after attacking an FBI building in Cincinnati. Um, so this is like really close to where you live, right? So this morning I was taking my, I mean, it's right here. Um, I mean, not right here, like next door, right. but I mean, it's here in Cincinnati and it's close enough that, um, you know, a little bit North of Cincinnati, I had to get on, uh, 71, the highway here because my son was going to a friend's house earlier this morning and that. And the way back they, we were, we were rerouted off of 71. I was like, that's interesting. But you know, I figured a crash up ahead, mm-hmm. who the hell knew, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, of course it turns out that exactly as i predicted and i'm not some genius many of us predicted this (laughs) yes because it's it's predictable right if Mm -hmm. you have common sense which is when 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 that you know ferret headed Rand paul (laughs) what is that thing okay you know came out and literally a, a sitting u.s senator on television said the FBI planted right Marley with no evidence that yeah. minute he should be kicked out of the Senate yes by the way. yes um when when the others didn't go as far as him but when you've got everybody from from you know Bible quoting water slurping Marco Rubio mm-hmm. to Ted Cruz to this whole gang and everyone all these other crazy Republicans but like the more important ones are you expected from the Marjorie Taylor Greens mm-hmm. or whatever and that's bad enough but you know st- senators of entire mm-hmm. states and people people like that coming out and saying that this was partisan this was the deep state that they're that you know, oh my god that, that they've never seen anything like this is this police action may happen to you next and it was as predictable as the sun setting the west my mm-hmm. response was there's going to be violence yes. because of this yep. because they've they've done two things they've they've pipelined their crazy conspiracy theories and their lunacy directly into the brains of the the people among us who have the the, the who have the least control of their impulses yeah. and least understanding of what it is they are doing on this earth and they've given those same people now in many states, the right to permitless carry, yeah. where you can carry a gun publicly without so much as a background check, nothing. You just, hey, I'd like that assault rifle, they give it to you. The combination of those two things is so deadly, and many of us have been talking about this for a while, is you've got people willing to do it and are encouraged to do it. You incite mm-hmm. riot by saying these things, and then you give them the means. Yeah. And so this guy, as far as we know, I've just read the police reports like everybody else. I was, you know, rerouted off the highway we came home and that's when i started reading that this guy had showed up i think he tried to break in the fbi headquarters set off alarms they there were shots fired he had body armor on of course because we also allow that to be legally sold to civilians as Uh if that's not Uh insane and doesn't get police members of police killed i mean numerous times an example being in buffalo when they attacked that market the security guard in there put a couple bullets into the guy doing it Jeez. you know who the security guard at that at that market in that black community yeah. there he did nothing because the guy was wearing body armor and the guy fired back and killed him regular people i when i went and i wrote for the daily beast a big piece on the insanity of like the seven miles worth of gear tactical gear and wow. all every crazy fucking thing you can you can still look it up i wrote this piece back in 2015 i went to the nra headquarters you know uh, uh convention in Indianapolis. I mean, people, these people have like silencers and they've got like night goggle, night vision goggles. And they've got, I mean, and so, you know, you, you've got a person that literally can, can basically become a one person military and they're going to get killed eventually. They're going to be stopped. But 
it protects them long enough to kill a lot of innocent people. Mm-hmm. And so this person was not put down because they're wearing body armor, gets in a car, and they're in a big chase on 71. And, you know, this is Cincinnati, and it could have been Kansas City or it could have been Sacramento or, you know, it could have been Abilene or, you know, pick your place mm-hmm. because it's going to happen in these places yeah. too. Because they've yeah. now said that the FBI is a partisan organization, you know, <laughs> Chris Ray, who Donald Trump appointed. By the way, yeah, they've called this a partisan organization working for Democrats. And every time they've done something like this in the past, whether it's been with certain nonprofits, you'll never forget where they stopped a gunman on the freeway in San Francisco who was headed for the Tides Foundation filled with guns, whatever, because Glenn Beck told them that he was a part of the George Soros conspiracy. Yeah, like, you know, I'll never forget. And I know this is dear to your heart like it is mine. Um, You know, I've been. And that's why I've been saying this stuff for years and getting often from the left, First Amendment, First Amendment, mm-hmm. as if First Amendment protects everything. And we don't have laws against things like child porn and threatening yeah. the president's life and sexual harassment. We, in places where we think it's too dangerous for speech, we have rules about it, yeah. right? And yet we're letting people get away with inciting this kind of thing. So the one I always talk about is Ted Cruz getting up on a stage in 2016 and talking about having seen a video with baby parts in it, you know, when they tried to mm, when they right, slandered yeah. uh, Planned Parenthood, a completely doctored, edited video mm-hmm. that did not show what they claimed it showed. Mm-hmm. And then I don't remember how long after that, within weeks, a, a, a mentally ill person wanders into the Planned Parenthood in Colorado Springs and starts shooting people muttering about baby parts. If you mm-hmm. can't make that connection clearly, then, I mean, and so th- this is what they do. So, th- so once they did this with the FBI, you know, now, just like so many other groups that gone after, mm-hmm. just like when they say Soros caravan and they mm-hmm. make sure to, to yeah. emphasize Soros Jewish guy, <laughs> the Tree of Life synagogue becomes the victim. Right. And some crazy yes. person shows up there and shoots them. Just like when they say, oh, the, you know, the, the migrant, the, the, all the illegal immigrants, I'm putting quotes around that, who sneak into the country, blah, blah, blah. It's in El Paso, Walmart, where somebody shows up and starts shooting people who are Latino or they think mm-hmm, are Latino. Mm-hmm. And same thing in that Buffalo market. When they say, oh, you know, the, the, the people that want to you know, take over, the, replace the white race, you know, black people and blah, blah, blah. Some crazy person shows, looks it up, does the research, literally takes the time to look online and find a black supermarket that he drove an hour away to get to to shoot and kill people. They are encouraging this. They know they're doing it and they don't care because that's how fucking evil they are. If it gets them power and it gets them money, that's all they care about. You know, so one of the things, I think people did an article about this ever since the story came out about uh, the Mar-a-Lago thing that they've been basically reading from a script. So yeah, it's the Banana Republic. So there's phrases they're all using: Banana Republic, yep. Civil War, um, what it was, the Department of um, Injustice, stuff like that. Now, we, you know, I've, I was talking to my girlfriend in the middle 2000s. You know, we were saying there's a civil wars coming. Now, I don't think in terms of the 1800s we're not going to have that kind of a civil war i think we're actually in a civil war right now it's kind of cultural except that there's also a lot of uh, danger out there because we do have people like you were saying that they're armed and it's easy to to get the weapons and then they're also being egged on by the republican party now uh, do, do you feel like with, with this threat of a civil war um do you think do you expect that it's going to get a lot worse especially if we start seeing indictments and things like that or do you do you think that it's just because Lawrence O'Donnell made a point the other night that after the raid there was like 12 people outside of Mar-a-Lago and so his point was look they're not as fucking dangerous as they want us to believe they are that doesn't mean they're not dangerous it just means that they're not going to be you know f- 
For instance, I have a MAGA relative, and I can guarantee you, as far down the rabbit hole as she is, she's never going to go do anything violent. <laughs> you know, she's just never going to. She's in her right. 70s, and it's never going to happen. So we do know a lot of these MAGA people are older. Not They're not all older, but a lot of them are older. And so you so, have to find a way to, to, to balance picking up a gun and putting down the Fox News remote yeah. and getting their cane. <laughs> and that's just too many. There's too much going too, on. Too much action. <laughs> okay. But do you think there's going to – like, are we going to see more things in your opinion? Are, there's going to be an escalation, I could say, whether it's like kidnapping attempts like we saw with Gretchen Whitmer, um, maybe attacks on, you know – buildings you know court yeah. buildings stuff like that i mean are you expecting that more of it yes yeah. so what i don't you know the difference between now and the civil war is you know we were we were split up regionally yeah i mean people still forget now that one of the most pro-trump states in the union west virginia broke away from virginia because virginia is where the rich landholders were more of them who had slaves and west virginia had poorer folks who, who didn't benefit from slavery and therefore were stuck with the union and thought and maybe they thought it was wrong too mm -hmm. whatever the reasoning and that's why that's literally the reason that state was created right it used to be very regional it no longer is we basically what this country is, and you know people like to say red states and blue states we're, we're red counties and blue counties mm -hmm. is what yeah we are. that's true you know yeah. where i live in cincinnati is a hell of a lot more like where you live in Maryland, mm -hmm. then then if you go an hour east of you in Maryland, mm -hmm. and yeah. I, <laughs> like then it, you know what I mean. Like that's where you, the diff, only difference is is that 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 the, the the states that have cities and suburb inner suburban mm -hmm. populations of educated professionals big enough to overcome the rural areas are blue. Yeah, and the ones that don't are red. It's so, so right. So I don't think it's it's going to be organized in the way it would have been in a civil war era right. when it would have been you know this state against this mm -hmm. state or whatever you know whatever. But there's going to be acts of violence, yes, because there's militias in various rural areas who who have the ability to access weapons that they should not, and obviously body armor and god knows what else and they have a white supremacist nazi type mm -hmm. agenda and you know and they have they are regularly being incited not just by the people that were inciting them 30 40 years ago you know the daily stormer and these kinds of like uh, crazy right-wing publications but by mainstream or what now count as mainstream republicans and fox news and and you know stations owned by sinclair so it's inevitable yeah. You know, like I don't think it's one big thing. I don't think we're having one big war, but like you know, the way right. the plot with Gretchen Whitmer is a perfect example. January sixth, mm -hmm. the one that happened. Remember when they took over the the wildlife preserve out in Oregon? Oh, right. Clyde yes. and Bundy's yeah. family. What a wonderful family that is. Huh? <laughs> um, <laughs> be a shame if those genes ever didn't continue. <laughs> um, so I mean, you know, like that kind of stuff. Absolutely, I expect that stuff. Yeah, it's going to happen. I mean, I mean, it's not that I even expect it. I guarantee it. It's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. The only question is on what level? Yeah. How big? How bad? Right. You know, how planned ahead? Exactly. Yeah. You know, if it's going to be amateurs that can be stopped immediately, or people that have military experience, who mm -hmm. are the ones that are really scary. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, because it, all all the sort of you know all, all the sort of factors are there. Wow. Well, you know what? We, we're going to go. I know you got you got to do things, but I did see on Twitter. Um, I, I guess he's talking right now. M Merrick Garland is addressing the nation, and, and I'm assuming it's going to be about this this issue in, in Cincinnati. Yeah. So anyway, um, Cliff, it's always good talking to you. And obviously, before I let you go, 
uh, remind us about your YouTube channel again and tell us where to find you. Yeah, I need to find like an easier way to like have a link to it that doesn't have my <laughs> name in it. I thought that you could change links. Can't you do that at, at YouTube? I don't, I don't know. know. I, should, I don't know. <laughs> I should probably, but right now it's just youtube.com slash C, which is for Cliff, and then Schechter, which is S C H E C T E R. You go there, you'll find it. Uh, we're, we're just about to hit 6,000 subscribers. Ooh, We've only been out for about two and a half months of wow. regular everyday stuff. So I'm awesome. pretty excited about that. And you guys can be the ones that push it over the top there. And then, you know, hopefully we hit 10 and 20. And, you know, I, I'll just say quickly for me, yeah, obviously, like I'd love it if it, it gets monetized. It's a way mm-hmm. I make a living and I can right. do some, some less, a little bit less of some of the other stuff I'd rather not do. But, it's also I kind of feel like I've got something to offer here yeah. and I want this to, to influence people because again I don't think enough people are out there who have experience in this who know how to communicate and message to tell people that it is not Donald Trump and it's not Donald or Donald Trump and, and Mike Pence or Donald Trump and Mike Pence and Mike Pompeo it is your local state legislator yes. it is it is a mayor of maybe your small town the Republican Party is corrupt to the core and they now are authoritarian to the mm-hmm. core and they need to be absolutely electorally demolished and mm-hmm. I will be on those issues every day at my channel very cool go follow him you can also just enter his name in the search engine on Twitter and you know it'll pop up and you can just That's hit too. what do they say smash that uh, subscribe smash button. that button <laughs> and as the kids say yeah, I'm at Cliff Schechter on Twitter you can find me there and then you can get from there to uh and then but you know you have to you hit subscribe and then you have to let the hit the bell icon and when you hit the bell icon uh, I guess you're alerted to each and every video so just keep that in mind and then where are you what is your Twitter handle it's at Cliff Schechter, so it's literally just Cliff, and then my last name, Schechter, S-C-H-E-C-T-E-R. You do that, you will find me. Very cool. I'm author Kimberly, K-I-M-B-E-R-L-E-Y. Books are on Amazon. Cliff, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. It's always a pleasure to talk to you, too. Thanks for having me on. Take care. Bye-bye. You too. Bye. Bye.